Okay, we are doing Daf Chafei. We'll be starting from a couple lines down. And again, the Gemara is talking about the issue of having a Rosh that is too large. Rosh Hashayachid that is bigger than 5,000 square amma, it amounts where two sa can grow. So the halacha is that you can't carry in such a Rosh Hashayachid because it's difficult to notice the fact that it's a Rosh Hashayachid unless the mechitzas are made, ladira. The mechitzas are made specifically for residential purpose. So here the Gemara is going to be talking about the carpet was from the central oak of ladira. The carpet more than base than two base saw, and it was not made. The mechitzas were not made ladira. So instead of making new mechitzas ladira, you have another solution. Balamato. What you're going to do is that you're going to make the space, the usable space, less than two base saw. So in order to do that, you really have to be nullifying the usage of the space. You have to be, we have to be able to view the property now as being less than the 5,000 square amba. So if knows, if what you did was you planted trees, so now the only open space that exists isn't more than 5,000 square amba, lo having miyat, that doesn't reduce the space, that's not effective to make a hetter because all the trees are really doing there is that they are taking up space, but they give other benefits. There's shade, and it's normal for trees to be there. So we don't view that the overall space there now is less than 5,000 square amma. We still view that the space is greater than 5,000 amma, and the mechizas are not hokaf ladira, and therefore you're not allowed to carry. In contrast, if you build just like a random pillar, Still sitting in the middle of the Rishos, 10 to high, 4 to wide. Now, if that, after that is done, the open area is less, or, or, or two base are less, now it's mutter havimi. That is effective because there's no purpose to have this random omelet in the middle of the carpet. So therefore, it's not considered part of the carpet. So when I judge the overall size of the carpet now, I do not include the size of the omelet. And therefore, the general size of the carpet is less than 5,000 square omelet. What if it's Let's say the width of the ombud is between three and four tefachim wide. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's just finish the line. Skip the line. But let's say the width of the pillar is less than three tefachim. It's not considered a miyat. A pillar that's less than three tefachim wide is totally not kosher at all. And it's insignificant. It just makes it totally subordinate to the overall total area that's existing around it. And uh, we're going to look at it as if it doesn't exist. So what happens if it's Megimel the Adal? Let's say it's a little bit more than three tefachim, but not quite four tefachim wide. So then it's Machlokas in the Gemara. Rabbi Rabba says it does reduce the size. Rabbi says it's not a Miet, it does not reduce it. Rabbi the Gemara explains. Rabbi says it does reduce the Anafik Lemitaras love it because once it's more than three tefachim, it's significant because we see that in the guarding the laws of love it, any space less than three tefachim was considered sealed. So we see that the barometer there, the marker is three tefachim. So the pillar is chashuv if its if its size is more than three tefachim wide. So it's now considered separate from the rest of the carpet. So it's going to be mamayit the overall makam of the carpet. The rav the rav says it's not going to reduce it because kibudal makam dalit since there is not four tefachim no chashuv it's not considered significant. When I'm just donning help us love it, you're right. Like need less than three tefachim. When I'm looking at a makam, I want to know is this makam its own distinct significant place in its own right, I need four tzvachim. So according to the according to the second opinion, according to Rava, if the pillar isn't four tzvachim wide, it does not function as a distinct place, and it's just considered to be part of the overall space of the carpet, and it wouldn't be mamai from the overall uh, total amount of 5,000 square amma. Okay, now the Gemara talks about another way uh, of, of fixing a carpet, but we're going to get to the same machlokas. In the previous case, I had the carpet with the machitas, which were in Hokaf Ladira, and I'm trying to take away the space. I'm trying to reduce the space. I'm not trying to be Machaf Ladira, but I'm trying to say, I know it's not Hokaf Ladira, but the space is going to be less than 5,000 square miles. Here, we have a different solution. You have existing walls, which are low Hokaf Ladira, and the space is more than 
5,000 square amma, but you're going to make new walls. So you move four tvachim back from the old wall, and you're going to make a new machitza. And you're making it l'shem dir. So the question is, is that considered to be a new wall? There already is a wall, but you're making another wall that's four tvachim away, and you're making the new wall l'shem dira. So you're, you're acknowledging the space more than 5,000. Your head here is going to be because you're making new machitzas l'shem dira. But are these really new machitzas? There's already machitzas. The reason you can be new is that they're more than four tvachim away from the old one. So they're different machitzas. So hold so that's effective. It makes it totally mutter because we see up with that there's new mechitzos. We don't care that there were already mechitzos that were hakafadira. But now that you move forward vachem back and you made new mechitzos, so we see new mechitzos that are being makif ladira. If the new mechitzos were less than three vachem from the old wall, it doesn't work because since the distance between the new ones and the old ones are so small, it's less than three vachem, so it's not considered to be. I didn't put up new mechitzos l'shem dira. We don't see new mechitzos at all. They didn't do anything. If the distance between the old wall and the new wall is between three and four twelve so that's the same akhlok as Rabba. Oh, Rabba says it's good. We see that there are new machitas made the Shemdira. Rabba Amar Enomo. Rabba says it does not work. Rabba Amar Ho Rabba says it does work. Rabba the Mitar is love it because the space between the walls is more than the space of love it. It's more than three twelve. Therefore, we view the new walls as being new machitas the Shemdira and it can permit the space even though it's more than 5,000 square amma. Rabba Amar Enomo. Rabba says it doesn't work. Because since the space between the walls isn't for Tvachim, it's not considered a significant area in its own right, and the new wall, we don't say is being anything new, and we just see the old Mechitzas as being here, the new Mechitzas are ineffective, it's not Hoka Vladira, and it's, it's also to carry there since it's more than two Beza. Says the Gemara, Rav Simi, Masin the Kula. Rav Simi says the Machlokas between Rav and Rava in a Kula Dika way, in a more lenient way. What does that mean? He holds that if it's between, if it's three Tvachim between the walls, everyone agrees that it, everyone agrees that it's fine. The whole Machlokas is about if it's less than three Tvachim. So it's different than what we were saying now. We've been saying until now that less than three Tvachim everybody holds is not good, and the Machlokas is between three and four. According to this version, no, the Machlokas is when it's less than three twachim. One opinion says, hey, but I have new walls, so the new walls should be makif, the new walls should make it makif. The other opinion says, no, less than three twachim is no good. But according to this lenient version, if it would be more than three twachim between the walls, everybody would agree that that is okay. Now we're going back to another scenario where a person is trying to reduce the space. He has the current mechitzos, which are not hokaf ladira, and it's an area that's more than 5,000 square amma. And instead of building new mechitzos, he's going for the way he's going to try to be moderate by reducing the area. Tachbotet, and what he does is that he sticks some mud onto the inside of the wall. So now, now that the mud is stuck there, the actual interior of the carpet is less than 5,000 amas. If the mud is able to stand all by itself, meaning it's so thick that even if it wasn't attached to the wall, it would be able to be stand. So it, it's also very, very thick and very tall and very wide, like the pillar I mentioned before. But the point is, it's stuck onto the wall. So if it could stand by itself, having me, that does reduce the size. And then carrying inside is mother because we don't view that the car face, the open area on the interior is more than 5,000 amas. But in a Yaholam of Nas, well, let's say the mud can't stand by itself, but it's only up because it's stuck onto the wall. So does it reduce the, the open area of the car or not? So Rabba, Rabbi, Rabba, Rabbi, it's Machlokas and the Gemara. Rabba says it does reduce the size. Rabba says it does not. Gemara explains. Rabba, Amar, Rabbi, Rabba says it does work because Hashtamiyakai, at least now the mud stands. So who cares that it needs the support of the wall? But the bottom line is it's standing. So it could reduce the size of the car from being an open area more than 5,000 square miles. Rabbi says this doesn't work. Since the mud can't stand on its own, it's not nothing. It's, it's considered nothing. It's not considered significant to itself. So when I look at the overall size of the carpet, I still see it being more than 5,000 square amma. Okay. Um, 
continues the Gemara. So now we're going to go into a carpet, which was more than two beisa. And what happened was one of the walls that it had, which wasn't Hoka Fladira, these walls weren't Hoka Fladira, we had a problem, but one of the walls was a tell. A tell that we've spoken about, it's a mound. It's like a big, a big circular mound. And the point is that if it's very steep, it could be considered to be a machitza. And the reason is, is because that steepness, we're able to view as if it goes straight up. And as long as it reaches the size of 10 from high within a width of four amos, considered to be a wall. So if there was a tell there, that was one of the existing walls, but it wasn't hukaf. Ladira, so there was a problem carrying here because the interior of the space was more than 5,000 square amounts. So here, when I tell us in the Mechitza, if you move forward, Falcon, back from the tell at the end of the carpet, you make a new Mechitza, L'Shem Dira, Ho'el. So that works, right? Because you've made a new Mechitza, L'Shem Dira. It's more than fourth Falcon away from the old ones. We definitely are able to view that the new Mechitza you're making is an effective Mechitza. So that makes a much more carrying side. If you make it less than three Falcon away from the mount, or just right on the upper top of the mound. So Rav Chisar, Rav Muna, Chama, Ramam, Chama, One says it, it does, we do view that there's a new machitza here. And one says we don't view that there's a new machitza here. So what's what's going on here? What's the dispute? To time to Rav Chisar, let's, let's prove that it's Rav Chisar who's the one who says that it does work. Let's say there's already a machitza. And someone puts more mechitza, he makes a second mechitza on top of the of the, of the mechitza that was already there. Is that considered that you made a wall? Or is that not considered that you made a wall? Now, this question is relevant to two different areas of halacha. It's relevant to Elcho Shabbos. We want to know if we're going to recognize the second wall. And then after me know why you would need the second wall is in this din of Karfeh, where the first wall was not made l'shem dira. And the area of the Karfik is more than 5,000 amos. We want to use the second wall and say, oh, I'm making a new wall, the Shem Dira. So we want to know if it's recognized as being a new wall. And it's also relevant to the laws of being Kona something. Let's say there's something that's left ownerless, there's property that's ownerless, and someone's trying to make a Kenyan method of acquisition. So one of the methods of acquisition is to make a Mechitza on the property. So what if the Mechitza? The mechitza already existed, and you're just building another mechitza on top of the pre-existing mechitza. Is that considered that you're making a wall that you would be going to the property? So Rav Chista said, Oh, Rav Chista said, in regard to the laws of Shabbos for Karpi, if it does work, if let's say a, a convert who had no relatives and his property, his estate is totally ownerless, and you want to come and make a Kenyan on it after death, so that does not acquire the property because. Um, since it was an already existing wall, we don't consider that you made a new wall to the property and you can't be Kona. If Shesha says, no, even regarding the laws of Shabbos, it doesn't, we don't view that you made new mechitzas for the copy for the same view. So you see, it's Mamash Machlokis Tistayim, and we can prove that it uh, is Rav Chisto, the one who said that the wall does work to be makif the karbif now l'shem dira and Rav Munel like Rav Sheshes that um, it doesn't work and that's the it seems like in the Gemara the dispute is since there was already a machitza the tell was already there and you're just making it al gabi machitza that's what we're doing we see the machitza on top of the machitza the question is whether that works whether that's effective whether that is considered effective to 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 be makif the dira now makif the the karbif now a new l'shem Dira Amar of Chisra of Chisra says, Modi Lev Cheshis. Even Rav Cheshis would agree, Shemasa Machitza Altal, if the Machitza was made on top of the mound, Shaho, uh, that definitely would work. Meaning, let's say you had a mound, you have a big mound that's more than two base saw, and you want to make a Machitza Lashim Dira on it. If you made it on top, if you made it on top of the whole mound, Holo does work my time, but what's the reason? Because the people. 
who are living in this big mound, they live in the space between the upper mechitza. So meaning even though the side of the tail itself is a valid mechitza, but the people living on top, it's not, it doesn't relate to them at all because they're on top of it. So since now I'm making the mechitza on top for this big, for this big tail that's more than two, than two and two saw, it definitely as a legitimate mechitza for the perspective that now it's enclosing the people who are living inside of the tell, no question, and that even Rav Sheshis would agree that that's considered a valid mechitza l'shim dira. The question we were talking about is just when it's a flat line, and just that on the corner of the, on the edge, in the corner of the carpet, there was a tell that was functioning as mechitza, and you're just making mechitza on top of that, that's unclear. But if we're talking about that they have a big tell itself, which is more than two base off, and now someone's making machitas on top of that to be mounted for the people on top of the tell. There, even Rav Sheshis would agree that that is considered a valid machitza l'shem dira for the area of that carpet. Okay, continues the Gemara by Rabbi Barakana. Nivlu machitzas atachtonos ve'elyonos kamus ma'u. What happens according to Rav Sheshis? Okay, according to Rav Sheshis, if somebody builds a machitza on top of a machitza, it's not considered a machitza. That was Rav Sheshis's view. But what happens if then subsequently the lower machitza sink into the ground? And now, only the top mechitzos are left. What's the halacha? Do we say that now, since the only enclosure is because of the top mechitzos, so now they, they, they become valid, and, and, and we now recognize their ability to be mechitzos? Or do we say, no, since at the time that they were made, they were not mechitzos, because at the time that they were constructed, the bottom mechitzos were there. So even when, this, when the subsequently the lower mechitzos fall away, the, the, we don't say that the status of the top mechitzos change. That's what the Gemara is trying to figure out. Again, this is all within Rav Sheshis's view. Within Rav Chis's view, even when there is smaller, the lower machitos, the machitos you make on top are valid machitos to be makif, the shame dira that we see, uh, we recognize their status. But according to Rav Sheshis, we don't recognize their status because of the lower machitos are there. So the Gemara wants to know what if what would happen if the lower machitos then fall. So the Gemara says, Lamai. In which halacha did we want to know? Even if you want to know about being kona hager, again, the case was that there was a ger who dies, he has no yarshin, his estate is there, and you want to make a method of acquisition on the real estate, and you're building a wall on top of a wall, so at the moment you're not Kona, but then what do you want to say? That that when when if the lower walls would fall, and now your walls are the ones that are enclosing it, then maybe it shouldn't be now get the Kenyan actualized at this moment, says the Gemara, it can't be, because I knew Tiyam this is what we're hearing of Yira said, I'm hearing of Yira, I'm hearing of Yira, Bira reported in the name of Rabbi Yehuda, Haiman, a person, to shut the lift of pila to Aradiger. He threw some sort of vegetable, a lift of vegetable, right into the uh, crack in the ground that came from a ger who died without having any heirs. And he was throwing the vegetable into the ground as trying to make a method of acquisition here. He's trying to say, he's trying to use the ground as a, as a, to, to use the vegetable to throw it in as a method of a kin. So he did that first. Then a new, another Jew came afterwards, and he digs in the ground, which is certainly a good Kenyan. The second person is the one who gets the Kenyan, because he improved the Karka like by digging, digging a little bit. That's a method of Kenyan. But the first person, he didn't dig. He just put the turnip into the crack in the ground, so he's not going in. My time, what's the reason? At the time he threw the turnip to the, to the ground, the, the real estate is not going up. There's no chashivas to his mice, and nothing immediately happened. 
Now, even though in the future, when the property does go improve, it's only improving on its own. It's not the Misa. So here we're focusing on what is the Misa. It's not, it's not enough that when you threw the turnip, you set in motion that the ground was going eventually to improve. We need to see a Misa that immediately improves the, improves the karka. And the improvement that happens from the turnip being thrown, that happens on its own. That doesn't happen from the mice of throwing the turnip, so that's not a that's not a good Kenyan. So what's the point that the Gemara is trying to make? Even if it would be that the turnip ended up growing before the second person came to dig it, the second person would still be Kona, not the first one. Meaning it's not only because the turnip hadn't grown until the second person started digging. Even if the turnip was growing before the second person came to dig, the halacha would still be that the second person is Kona and not the first person. What's this lumbus? What do we take away? We take away that in order to make a Kenyan, we have to see that the Misa, the Misa, the time that the action was done, it is improving the real estate. So if we come over to our question, in the case where there's already mechitzos on the field, and a person comes along and makes mechitzos on top of the mechitzos, so in the time that he does the maisa, it's not improving the field. So even if the lower mechitzos then fell down, there's no question that that's not a Kenyan. There's no way that, that can, the status of the top mechitzos is going to make a Kenyan now, because at the maisa, at the time that the act of the Kenyan was done, is not doing anything. So in regard to the question in, in Hoshim Mishpat, of the monetary question about whether or not your kona, you have a method of acquisition when the top by building the top machitos, when the lower machitos then fall down, it couldn't be that that's a good question. Ella, why do we have to say that the question was regarding the Indian shops, about the lords of shops? So, in other words, we're going like your chista, that building machitos and top machitos is not going to be viewed as a second machitza that's being mak of dira. But what happens if the machitza, if the machitza, now should change get its status changed because the lower mechitza now falls down. So what what is it? Now mechitza now is a So that's also for sure not a question. Why? Because what basically is happening is that the mechitza is like it's being built on Shabbos. In what sense is it like it's being built? It's not being built now, but it's going into a status of mechitza on Shabbos. Until now, when the lower mechitzas were there, it wasn't a mechitza. Now that the lower ones fall down, now it's becoming. It's reaching it now. The potential changes to in a reality that now it's a machitza. So it's like the machitza is made on Shabbos. So that's for sure good. But Tanya says in verse, machitza not on Shabbos. Whenever there's a case if someone doesn't make some machitza on Shabbos, bein b'shogi bein mezir shmah machitza is always a good machitza. So even though this machitza only started working on Shabbos when the low one fell down, it's all a good machitza. So that carpet is considered to be enclosed. Everything's good. But the Gemara says, but well, wait a second, lab itmar Allah, But didn't Rav Nachman say about the brayso? This that we say that a mechitza is made on Shabbos is considered a mechitza. Only means on a Daraisa level it's considered to be a Rishas HaYachid. If somebody would throw from Rishas HaRabim into this area, they would be chayim. On a Daraisa level it's considered Rishas HaYachid. But it's still forbidden to carry within the mechitzas, meaning it seems like Rav Nachman is saying that on the Midrach we say any mechitza that is made on Shabbos is not considered to be a good mechitza. So in our case, we shouldn't be allowed to carry within the Karfei when the lower mechitzos fall and the top mechitzos go into functioning, into function, because the mechitzos are made on Shabbos, on a drop on a level, they shouldn't be allowed to use them. So the Gemara answer is no. You misunderstood Rav Nachman. Where was Rav Nachman? Said amazed at He was only talking about if someone built a mechitza b'mezid, they willingly desecrated Shabbos. That was really wrong. So as a knas, the Rabbanan said that you can't use those mechitzos. But whenever the mechitzos are made on Shabbos, but without someone willfully violating Shabbos, like in our case, where the mechitzas are just going into function on Shabbos, when the lower mechitzas fall down, no one actually built these mechitzas on Shabbos, then the Rabbanan are not machmir, and we're 100% comfortable using those mechitzas that go into function on Shabbos, despite the fact that when Shabbos began, they weren't um, considered to be mechitzas. 
Says the Gemara, there's once a story. He, it's a, there was a woman, she made a machitza on top of an existing machitza in the property of a ger. The case was the ger died, he didn't have the yarchim. There was already a wall. The woman wanted to make a kinyan on the ownerless property and she made another machitza on top. And a second person came and he dug a little bit in the ground. He came to Rav Nachman to ask, who is the owner of the property? Uchman the other. Nachman said that it's in the position, in the possession of the second person because he made a good kinyan. Whereas the first woman who had been putting the mechitza on top of the mechitza did not make a good kinyan. Asasihi, she came because she screamed in front of Rav Nachman and she was upset. My Lord, Rav Nachman said, What am I supposed to do for you? And she, you didn't make a chazaka the way that people usually do. So it's an interesting term. It sounds like in the Gemara, it's like about what's normal. But the point is, what the for us to understand is that making mechitzah and tav mechitzah is not a good kenyan. It's not a normal way of making a kenyan. It's not a good kenyan. And therefore, you are not the owner. The second person came and chopped the opportunity before your kenyan worked. Okay, says the Gemara. Remember again, karfiv can't be more than two beisah unless it's hokaf ladira. But if it's two beisah or less, then it's okay, even if it's not hokaf ladira to carry. So the Gemara says, what happens with a karfiv gashalosh? There was a karfiv that had three beisah, so too big to carry in. But then you put a roof over one beisah. Put over there. So now you have, of this three beisah, you've got two beisah which don't have a roof, but one beisah which does. So Rav Amar, Avir Kiruya Miyatro, the covered space, they come still combine to make with the rest, to make it more than two beisah. It doesn't make a difference that you have a roof. We need mechitzos. Mechitzos l'shem dira. So if you don't have mechitzos l'shem dira, all you have is a roof. A roof is not a wall. So according to Rava, it is still forbidden to carry inside of this car faith that is more than two beitza because they don't have any mechitzos that were made for residential purpose. No, it's not true. The covered space does not combine to make it more than two beitza. Rather, we see the covered area is considered separate from the uncovered place. And since we view it as two different locations, we have one, the covered part, which is one base saw, and the uncovered part, which is two base saw, but now more neither areas more than two base saw. It's mortar to carry there. So what is the idea of Reb Zera that we're able to view the covered area as separate from the uncovered area? What's the difference? There's no mechitzos between them. So Rashi explains that there's a principle, it's a halacha l'moshim sinai, called pi tikra yori v'sosim. At the edge of a roof, we imagine that it goes and extends down to make a stima to function as a mechitzah. So it's a fascinating concept. We view that the roof, the edge of the roof comes down. We mentioned this concept a little bit when we talked about that a kohar could be a machitza. But here the Gemara is saying when you have a legitimate roof, you have a lachim of shibusina, a pitikra, yorid, the sosim, it descends and seals and seals. So the roof part of the carpet is separated by a real machitza from the unroof part. So there are like two separate carpets that happen to be next to each other. And each carpet isn't more than two beisah. And therefore it's mutter to carry Says the Gemara, it sounds like there's a machlokas if you say Petikar Yorav, it's so same. Lema, Rabbi Rebzeir, put to Rabbi Shmuel. Let's say that this machlokas Rabbi Rebzeir is the same as a machlokas that was already disputed between Rabbi and Shmuel. It's my, what said, Achsadra Let's say you've got an area in a big, big, an open field and it uh, has no machitzas around it, some sort of like big porch kind of area, and there's no machitzas going around it, but it has a, a roof. It has a roof. So Rabbi says you're allowed to carry. You're allowed to carry inside of the structure, even though there's no mechitzos. But Rav considers the fact that there's a roof to be sufficient to be allowed to carry. Shmuel says, no, 
it's like you can't carry more than four ounces. Even in the street, you can carry within four ounces. You can't carry more than four ounces. Rabbi, what those other people says, you can carry throughout the whole thing. I mean, if you took your associate, because since it's a roof, the edge of the roof goes down and seals and makes a machitza. So therefore, even though there's no walls, the size of the roof can extend down, and it's like they they, they extend down and and um and make machitza. So therefore, you're allowed to carry inside. Shmuel, Shmuel says, you can carry inside more than four ounces. Lo aminon pi tikra. Because we do not say this idea of Pitaka Yorav system. So it sounds like it's a Machogas. Machogas, Rav and Ratzir, seems to be exact Machogas between Rav and Shmuel. In our case, also, the, the roof part of the carpet didn't have walls. Rav Zaira is saying it's separate from the unroofed area because he was saying the roofed area of the, of the carpet, we see the ticker as being Yorav system. So it's exactly the same thing. And Rav was saying that, um, like Shmuel, that we don't take Pitaka Yorav system. So the Gemara counters, no. If the roof of the carpet was just like the roof of the Asajra, you'd be right. However, we're talking about that it's like a shed. What does it mean? What's the Gemara's point? So actually, let's try like this. It depends if it's a flat roof or a slanted roof. If it's a flat roof, everybody agrees that, um, like the idea is be ticker, you already so same, and it would work. But where, where, where it's where it's not a flat roof, but, but a slanted roof, that's where we have a machlokas. According to Rabbah, the slanted roof, we can't view it as extending down. It's only if it's a flat roof that we could. And there's a question what the Allah Holmashim I said was according to Rabjira, even in the slanted roof, we're still able to say, P ticker, you already so same. And so that's what's coming out in the Gemara that the case of the carpet that was three base saw and, and then one base saw that had a roof. The whole machlokas was only in the case of a slanted roof, but in the case of a flat roof, the Gemara is saying everybody would have agreed to the idea of particular yorid. It's so same, and now it's like you're going to have two carpets, neither of which is area interior is more than two vesa, and therefore the halacha would be that it would be mutter to carry because of particular yorid vesos. Says the Gemara, Amar Abzera, Modina Bekarpe Shemus Bimulu Alachatzer. New point: What if you have a carpet that was exactly two vesa? So it was a fine to carry. And there was a wall that used to separate between the Karfeif and a Chatzar. But then it became Nifritz B'milua, meaning the entire wall from the, that separated between the Karfeif and the Chatzar became breached. So now, what's the Halacha? So now, also, it's also to carry in the Karfeif of my time, but what's the reason? The space of the Chatzar combines with the space of the Karfeif. And now it's considered a space that's more than two Beisaw, and you're not allowed to carry so until the well, the wall was there, we had a carpet and we had a chutzar, two separate things. The carpet wasn't more than two bases, so you're allowed to carry. And Sarah is saying now that the wall between the carpet and the chutzar comes down, and the area of the carpet is totally breezed to the chutzar. So now, now we view that the space of the chutzar combines with the space of the carpet, and, the, and we view that the carpet is more than two bases. So if the if the carpet is more than two bases. So then you cannot carry this. What's going on? Is space that's more to it asrit, meaning before it was breached, before the breach was there. What's the halacha? Could somebody carry between the carpet and the chatzar? The Gemara assumes that you could. And to understand, we, we've touched upon this in, in, in yesterday's plot. There's a general machlokas between Rabbi Shimon and the Chachamim. Can you carry between two different outdoor types of Rishasayah? So, for example, if you have a carpet and you have a chatzah, if you have something, an item that's sitting in the chatzah, could you move it to a carpet? According to Rabbi Shimon, you could. According to the Rabbanan, you cannot. So, the Gemara here is saying that the wall between the carpet and the chatzah was breached. So the Gemara is considering the fact that if you had an item in the carpet before the breach happened, you would be allowed to move it to the Chatzar according to Reb Shimon. So the assumption is, if the halacha is like Reb Shimon, that you would be allowed to carry. So why do we care now that the wall between the carpet and the Chatzar came down and there's the breach there? Why does that now make it awesome? And the Gemara doesn't really understand that we should just say that the carpet now is viewed 
as being more than two beisa. You still have a karfif. You have a chazer. You have two things. And the karfif isn't more than two beisa. And uh, the only issue can be the fact that, that it's open to a place of a chazer. But the Gemara is saying, you're allowed to carry between a chazer and a karfif. So what in the world is a problem? That's what's bothering the Gemara. So the Gemara explains, Come on, Reb Shimon. It sounds like you're going like Reb Shimon, right? That's your point. That you're allowed to carry between two different types of outdoor, which is the you're allowed to carry between the karfif and the chazer. And the, and the karfif didn't get more than two base saw just because it's breaching out to the chazer. What about the space where the mechitza itself used to be? You used to have a wall between the carpet and the chazer. Not, could be a very thin wall, half an amba. But the bottom line is, if you have a carpet that's exactly two saw, when the wall comes down, then the airspace where the wall used to be, that now is viewed as being part of the carpet. So the carpet now exceeds the size of two saw. So that small area where the mechitza used to be is now part of the carpet's area now that it's part of the carpet's area we're going to we're going to view that the carpet is more than two base saw and that is the problem so you're right the problem isn't that it's breached to a chutzer and oh the chutzer now is going to asser onto the carpet that doesn't make sense because we follow Reb Shimon's opinion that a person is allowed to, there is no issue of tilto between a karfif and a chatzar. As long as you can carry in each one, the fact that there are two different types of outdoor Rosh Hashayachas doesn't answer carrying between them according to Reb Shimon. And we're assuming like Reb Shimon. But the issue is something else. The issue is, is that if the karfif was exactly two beit saw, then when the wall falls down, the space where the wall used to be is now viewed as being part of the uh, calculation for how big for how big the karfif is. So we're going to view that the karfif size now is a little bit more than two base saw. Where do we see this concept from? The Amr Chizar Chista said, Kafir Shinab is when the little Chatzar, the Kafir was breached entirely into a Chatzar. So the din is Chatzar, Mutaris, or Kafir of Osir. Carrying in the Chatzar is Mutter. But carrying in the Kafir is Osir. So we're assuming that we're talking about a case when, again, it's like one of uh, the, the, the Kafir was narrower than the Chatzar. So the Kafir is breached in its entirety to the Chatzar, but the Chatzar is not entirely open to the Kafir because the Chatzar was wider. So it still had. Um, it still had a certain amounts of wall on this side. It was only a breach less than 10 amos uh, separating between the chatzah and the karfif. So the karfif is breached in its entirety to the chatzah, but the chatzah is not breached in its entirety to the karfif. So Chista is saying that when that happens, the karfif is breached entirely to the chatzah, but the chatzah is not breached entirely to the karfif. So the difference you could carry in the chatzah because the breach doesn't bother us because from the chatzah's perspective, there are still walls on the side. But the karfif is also chatzar, my time. Uh, what's the reason it's much carry in the chatzar this week? Because it has the little small pieces of wall on either side, so and which are visible from the inside of the chatzar. So the breach doesn't bother us, and um, and there's no problem. The karfif, the karfif doesn't answer on it. But from the from the inside of the karfif, it's can you can't you don't notice those small kifufi, the, the small pieces of wall. So the karfif seems to be parts being a little completely open to the chatzar. So klape the chatzar, we view the breach as being totally open. And now the fact that it's open to the the fact that it's open to the chatzar that asers on it. So what the Gemara says, well, why are you talking about it in that way? And again, the Gemara is going to be assuming that we're going like the Rabbana. That's the point. Who cares that it's open to a chatzar? The point is we're going like the Rabbana. And according to the Rabbana, who argued Rabbi Shimon, you can't carry between two different types of outdoor rishasayachas. You cannot carry between a chatzar and a carpet. And a carpet to a chatzar. You can't do that. So since the chatzar, since since the carpet now is parts from Belua to the chatzar, so so now it's also to carry in the in the carpet because it's parts from Belua to a place that you can't carry. Whereas you could carry in the chatzar, you could carry in the chatzar because it's because the chatzar has the small wall wall segments on the side, so it's not parts from Belua to a place that's also. 
Fine, but if that's true, why did you teach that that way? Rechisa could have taught it the other way as well. You could say the exact opposite. Let's say it was it was a case where the carpet was wider than the chater, and the there used to be a wall that was separated between them, and then the wall came down. And the chater, which is narrower than the karfif in this inverse hypothetical case, so the the the, the chater is parts bimulu to the karfif, but the karfif still has wall segments on the sides. So from the perspective of the chater, there are, there is a wall, but from, from the perspective of the karfif, there is no wall. And then that would in the sense it would reverse the whole thing. You would say it's mutter to carry in the karfif, but it's not mutter to carry in the in the chater. You could say the exact opposite. Why would Rav Chista say specifically? Chaser in the carpet and more than the chaser. Oh, because he happens to be talking about a case that that, that the carpet is narrower than the chaser, so the carpet is part of Mabulua and the chaser is not. You could just as easily talk about the inverse that the chaser is narrower than the carpet and say the exact opposite that it's mutter to carry in the carpet and also to carry in the chaser. Why would Rav Chista have said it that way? So it must be that it's not like that. The point is that the wall space is joining with the total amount of the. Of the total amount of the carpet that was important. Chisla's ruling was because we're saying that the extra space that used to be the wall is joined to the carpet and it makes it bigger than two base saw. He was talking about a case where the carpet was exactly two base saw and it was okay, but then the wall fell down. The space that the wall was taking up now combines in the total calculation of how big the carpet is. The carpet now is, and we, we view it as being more than two base saw and asrus it. Whereas in the case where the extra space goes to the chutzur, that's not a problem because a we don't care about how big it is. They had, so, so we're coming out. We're saying it has nothing to do with the fact that now they're open to each other. So now you have an issue of carrying between them because we're going like the Rav No, even according to Rav Shimon, that you're always allowed to carry between a chutz and a carpet. That's never the issue. The issue is something else. That when the wall comes down, now what's going to happen is that the space that the wall took up will combine. Um, will combine to the Rishio. So if it's combining to the Karpin, so the Karpin is going to become more than two base saw, it's going to be also to carry in the Karpin. But when it combines to the Chatzar, we don't have any issue because the Chatzar that is more, um, has no problem because the, the Chatzar is hooked up the deer, so we don't have an issue of how big, how big the uh, uh, the size the size is. So after the Gemara clarifies that in Rechistos, so now we can understand, going back to Rebzeir's halacha, that's exactly what Rebzeir meant. But the Karpin was, was exactly two base saw, and there was a wall separating between it and the Chatzar. When the wall comes down, it's going to be also to carry in the Chatzar. And in the Karpin, the reason is because the airspace that the walls were taking, where, where, they, where they were, is now going to be viewed as part of the Karpin, and the size of the Karpin, we will now say, is more than two base saw. The Gemara says there was a story, there was a big orchard, it was next to a wall of a mansion. So the wall of the mansion was doubling as a wall for the mansion and also as a wall for the orchard. She said, I saw the outer wall of the mansion, which was also the wall of the, of the orchard, came down. So the wall that was, 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 was happened to be in this case was the only one of the walls of the, of the orchard that were, that were hooked up with Dira. So we had, the orchard was more than than five thousand square miles, more than two base saw. So the only hatter to carry there was because of this wall, this wall that was being a market for Ladira. But now that the wall came down, so we have a problem because there's no wall that was market the orchard Ladira. So we have a problem since the orchard was more than two base saw. It was supposed to be Sovereign Abibi the Neymar Abibi thought to say, Why can't we rely on the inner house of the wall, the inner wall of the house? Since now it's with the orchard is totally open to the, uh, to, the, to the house, so even now the inner wall, which was made to be makif of the house itself, we can view that as being makif the orchard for that same hookup ladira purpose as well, even though it's not directly next to it. But since it's open to it, since the outer wall of the house came down, 
and now the orchard is totally open to the house, we should view the Gemara wanted to say that the inner wall of the house should be Makif, which was Makif Ladir for the house, should serve as a head to a hook of Ladir for the orchard as well. I'm going to pop up. He said it's not true. Mishin You know what's happening? You come from a place in Mulai where people don't live for so long. I'm going to read You say things that are too short, meaning something that's too short means that something that's not true. It doesn't make sense, your argument. The inner walls of the house weren't made for the orchard, they were made for the inside of the house. They weren't made for the outside. So the inner walls of the house, we can't consider that they're being makif ladir for the orchard. They're not made for the orchard. The outer wall, which was the wall between the orchard and the house, that one was being makif ladir both the house and the orchard. And that's why it was mocked to the orchard, even though it was more than two base But when that wall fell down, so you don't have that mechitza anymore to be makif ladir for the orchard, you can't rely on the inner wall of the house just because the orchard's open to it. Now it's open. So what? But that wall wasn't constructed to be makif ladir for the orchard. That wall was was constructed to be makif ladir for the inside of the house. So that cannot help for the orchard. So we just view that the orchard now is a carpet that's more than two base salt, which we don't see as being mokaf ladira. And since we don't see it as being mokaf ladira, it would be usher, in fact, to carry that.